0: Our lesson this morning uh, is uh, watch out for sin. Watch out for sin. Uh, Galatians uh, 6, 7, it says, uh, Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man will reap what he sows. So what you sow, that's what you will get out of it. We cannot mock God and we cannot hide from him. He knows everything. So we need to watch out for sin. And we do know that all of us are sinners. Everyone under heaven falls short of the glory of God and we sin. That's why we need Christ. We need Jesus in our life. We need his blood. And even though we need him, but we need to also be on the lookout for sin and watch out so we don't fall in temptation, so we don't uh, sin. Uh, one time uh, there was a, a story about a bear that uh, get to a place, there was a, a, ball of, a ball of fire and that bear was thinking that ball of fire is something that was a danger to attack him so the bear ran into the fire and grabbed that ball uh, to kind of hurt it and that fire kept burning him and the uh, harder it gets burned, the harder he press it, thinking that will help. Uh, but it ends up hurting him more. And sometimes sin can be like that. Uh, if we get close, we're holding to it, we think, okay, we're gonna get somehow get out of it, or somehow beat it. No, it's gonna hurt us, hurt us more uh, than we can think of. And also, sin is something that all of us, we, we do. And again, that's why we need Jesus. And sometimes you might uh, be like, well, uh, people should not sin. And they, I don't know why people do such a, such a thing or what they get out of it and why they do it. But I'll tell you something this morning. Do you know sin gives pleasures? There is some satisfaction in it. Maybe you, you might be thinking, what in the world is he talking about? Sin doesn't give pleasure. But if it doesn't give you any pleasure and you don't get anything out of it, why in the world do we sin then if we get nothing out of it? Well, the devil knows that that's why he will tempt you. He will present you something that you think will give you some form of satisfaction, some form of uh, pleasure, And that's how he's able to trap you, to get you in. That's why we need to watch out for sin. For example, a fisherman that goes to uh, fish, when he gets there, does he just get the fish line and the hook and just throw it in the water? Or does he put a bait into it? If he just put the line in the water, he can spend the whole day there. He will catch nothing. But if he puts some baits in there, then he can catch the, the fish because the fish will be after the bait. Or so there's some food. Uh, I'll feel my anger. The fish is thinking and then going for the food, then get hooked. And, and that's how the fishermen catch the fish. And I believe the devil used that same tactic with us. He will sense things at us that will catch our attention, things that we might like, we might think we might get some pleasure out of. And then the hook, we end up getting hooked, we end up with different things. So so here's how it will go. We'll have pleasure or I'm doing this and I get some satisfaction or I'm happy and things is going well. And then the consequence comes later. Then you said, oh, I'm hurting, uh, I'm in pain, Oh, this happened to me, this consequence is hard. Well, that's how it works because sin, the pleasure sin gives doesn't last for a long time. It lasts for a short period of time. Then the consequence comes forward. And uh, Proverbs 6, 27 and 28, it says, A man cannot scoop fire into his lap without his clothes being burned. If you have fire on your lap, you're going to get burned. I don't care how uh, tough you may be, you're going to get burned if you hold it. Uh, and you, that the only thing you can do is to not play with it. Uh, and it continued to say, a man, Can a man walk on hot coals without his feet being scorched? If you walk on fire, you're going to get burned. Are uh, you not strong enough to do that? Yes, you might uh, be a faithful servant of God, uh, but you still need to do the best you can to stay away from things that can trap you and to sin because we might be able to fall if we are not uh, watchful, if we are not vigilant. So this morning I have three points for you. And, uh, and he, here they are. Uh, Sin will take you farther than you want to go. Sin will take you farther than you want to go. And sin will keep you longer than you want to stay. That's the second point. And the third one is sin will cost you more than you want to pay. So now let's talk about sin will take you farther than you want to go. Uh, David there is one of of the examples we're going to use. We're going to have three different examples. So David was a great man of all time. In fact, God referred to him as a man after God's own heart. But David was also human. He was a sinful uh, man as well. And sin was dead to him. So in 2 Samuel chapter 11, verse 2 to 4, we, we says one evening, David got up from his bed and walked around on the roof of the palace. From the roof, he saw a woman bathing. The woman was very beautiful, and David sent someone to find out uh, about her. The man said she is Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam, and the wife of Uriah the Hittite. Then David sent messenger to get her. She came to him, and he slept with her. So now, I'm sure that David, uh, when he first got off into his roof and saw Bathsheba that evening, he did not plan to commit adultery with her right then. And so let me find out what I can do as a sin today and then send after her. But when he got up there, he didn't watch out for sin. He didn't see the consequence after. So he, instead of turning after seeing her, maybe he continued watching. And then by continuing watching, he sent someone to, to get her. So he kept going a step farther and farther. And then at the end, he ended up uh, commit adultery. Okay. So he could have stayed away from it, but he let it go too far. Uh, and now, let's stop there for a little bit. Let's go to Lot, uh, Lot Abraham's uh, brother. Let's see what he was guilty of. He, when they moved to that land, the, uh, the land God promised them, they divided into two, and Lot, he was he's taking the part that was better, uh, he, he thinks. And then that part he took was the one that was closer to Sodom and Gomorrah. So Lord, he wanted to just provide for himself and his family. He wanted to have a nice thing and a place where he could stay and a place where he can prosper and and enjoy some of the things in this world. Uh, He did not live inside Sodom and Gomorrah at first because he knew they were wicked. He knows those cities, they were bad cities. But he lived near enough uh, so he can enjoy the advantages from those cities. Sometimes, as Christians, we do the kind of the same thing today. Uh, maybe we don't partake in everything the world is doing, but we try to get as close as we can to them and get uh, to enjoy some of, of the advantage that this world may uh, offer. So see what... Uh, Lord he did there he lived close enough to Sodom and then in Genesis 13 verse 12 not only he lived close enough at some point he tilted his tent so he can see the city so just living enough wasn't good enough so he tilted his tent so he can see the city from his, his tent and then for, uh, in Genesis 14 12 soon after that he ended up moving into the city. So you see the progression there. He lived close enough, and then he tilled his tent, and then after that he moved there and lived with them. And then finally, he ended up in the city gate in Sodom and Gomorrah and was doing business with them in that city gate. Genesis 19, verse 1. And then that reminds me of Psalm 1, verse 1. It says, blessed is the one who does not walk uh, and step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers. And there's uh, three verbs there uh, that someone uh, mentioned, Someone 1 verse 1. The first one is walk and then the second one is stand and the third is sit. So you see the progression, you can walk to be close, or instead of walking and pass by, you can stand and, and look and enjoy it a little. Or uh, after standing, then you can sit and spend your time there. And I believe that's what Lord He did there. Uh, he followed that progression, and before you know it, he was there with them in the city uh, and enjoying his life there. A third example, uh, Ananias and Sapphira, in the book of Acts, uh, what did they were guilty of? Well, they just wanted to be noticed, uh, to be well th- thought of, so people will respect them. People will say, okay, they donate a big amount of money to the church, and they were good people and things like that. So, and and there's, uh, they did a deception there. Instead of giving that whole money to the apostle, they end up giving part of it. And there was nothing wrong about giving part of the money. As long as they told the apostle, okay, we sold some land and we give some of it to you and we keep some. But they wanted to be like those who gave all the money. So instead they did deception. They sell the land and give part of it and told the apostle they gave all of the money. Uh, So they tell a little lie, maybe they think. Sometimes we say the same thing. Ah, that's just a white lie, a little lie. It's not a big lie. It's not a big deal. Well, it's still a big deal. Just a little lie, a white lie, it's still sin, just like all the other sin. And so that's what they did there. And they never realized that this little deception it will take them farther than they really wanted to go. We get to the second point there. Sin will keep you longer than you want to stay. So David there, uh, he committed adultery with Bathsheba, and maybe in his mind he was thinking, oh, that's going to end here. Uh, that's as far it will go. No one will know about it, and that's just, uh, just me and her, and no, nothing else will follow. But you know well, That's not where it ends. Sin end up keeping him longer than he wanted to stay. So after the adultery, then Bathsheba became pregnant. So in order to cover that, he has to commit more sin to try to cover his past sin. Have you ever been in a situation like that? Maybe it's just a little lie you say. And because of that little lie, you have to say a second lie. Or you have to remember what you said in the past so you would not... uh, you're not being detected, and uh, what you currently saying, and that it ended up keeping you a lamboy. You keep going around and around instead of coming clear. Well, that's what David did there. Sin ended up keeping him longer than he wanted to stay. So when Bathsheba became pregnant, then that issue comes. So, so what did I need to do there? Here, so let me see if I can trick her husband. Then her husband was in battle, So he sent calling him to come home uh, from battle, uh, So he said, okay, if he's home, then I can cover and say, okay, that's their baby, it's not mine, it's just theirs, because he was home with her.' So maybe that's what David is thinking. But you know, well, Huriah, who was a good man, he was like, well, my soldier, they are in battle. it's not fair for me to come home and have a good time with my family and my wife. So he ended up not going home and staying, and, and the king's yard. So because of that, David's plan didn't work out. So he said, well, I have to figure out something. So uh, he ended up sending Uriah back to war but sent him a note to give to the captain. So Uriah, they end up carrying his own death letter uh, to that uh, uh, the captain. And he said, put Uriah in the front of the battle where it is the Uh, fewest where it is the hardest so he can die so he's thinking if Uriah die then there was no one who can be like okay Uriah cannot say that's not my baby I was not home uh, because he's not there anymore to defend himself but David maybe forgetting that God knows everything and God is in control Uh, so Uriah end up dying so you see David sinned because he didn't come out sin. he end up taking him keeping him longer than he wanted to stay. And he ended up being a snowball that do a lot of other sin to cover just that one sin. Uh, so had David known this adultery would lead him to be a murderer, uh, and even to kill one of his best soldiers, he probably would not have done it. But he didn't know that sin will take him longer than he wanted to stay lot let's go to lord now lord he kept living in sodom and gomorrah and running after the worldly benefits there that he could get there Eh, the business was good things was going well and he's taking things uh is going well for him Eh, but never he know that that action will take him longer than he want to stay uh, by enjoying the worldly things that he's living and uh, Even though physically, yes, he's getting a lot of wealth and things, and he's getting a lot of esteem by being among the uh, city leaders, but again, that wasn't God's plan, and that wasn't taking him closer to God. And then Ananias and Sapphira, uh, sin kept them... Uh, so they went before the apostle of the church, and they lied by making themselves out to be someone they were not, the pretending to be someone that they were not, the pretending to give all the money where they did not give all the money. Sometimes, we pretend to be someone that we are not. We pretend to do things that we are not doing. We pretend to be faithful servant of God where when it goes really down to it, we may not be. But remember in Galatians 6, it says we cannot mock God. We cannot deceive him. He knows everything and he knows our heart. The last point, sin will cost us more than we want to pay. Sin will cost us more than we want to pay. So now let's see what it cost David. Uh, David became an adulterer and a murderer. The baby that was born of him and Bathsheba died. His relationship with God was broken. And uh, he was shamed as his sin became known throughout the kingdom. And in fact, beyond that, And even if if you were to ask people about David today, yes, they might mention he was a man after God's own heart, but they will also mention he committed adultery. That's that's a common uh, known things that we know about him as well. So his sin was public, so everyone knows about it. And then God even told David that the sword will never depart David's house. That's something he wrestled with. For a long time. There was always fighting in his own house because of the consequence of sin. So David paid a tremendous cost for his one-night sin. Just one few minutes' pleasure caused him a lot of heart grief. It ended up causing him to sin, to do a lot of different things, and that cost him a lot. And He did not realize that sin will cost him more than he wants to pay. Sometimes we may not realize that sin will cost us more than we want to pay. And if we are not careful, it might get us in a limbo like that, like it did David. So, Lot, by example, what did it cost Lot? Well, it cost him... For a while in Genesis 19:14, uh, So Lot went to, out and spoke to his son-in-law, uh, who were pledged to marry his daughters. He said, hurry, get out of this place, because the Lord is about to destroy the city. But his son-in-law uh, thought he was joking. They did not respect him enough to listen to his warning. To get out of the city. They just make fun of him. They thought he was, ah, he's just joking. They did not take him seriously. Do you think maybe it's because he's taking part of the worldly things and he was involved with the city leaders. Maybe that's why his son-in-laws didn't take him seriously. To value his word that if he said something, it might happen. We might better listen to him. Well, they did not listen to him. And then it cost him more because God told him he will destroy the city and he have to get out. And his wife, when he was leaving the city, uh, he couldn't take anything with him. His wife looked back when God says, don't look back, and she turned into a pillow of salt. So, Lord ended up losing his wife. Uh, So, that's the cost that Lord had to pay for what he did. And uh, his kids... He had his kids, his daughters. Well, again, later on, his daughters tricked him, uh, and he ended up having children with them. Uh, and then those children end up being a burden for Israel uh, later, for nation of Israel later, uh, as they get uh, older. So all of that ended up costly for him, but for people after him, because he did not follow God So sin ended up costing him a lot more than he wanted to pay. What about Ananias and Sapphira? You know what it cost them? It was just a little white lie, you might have said. It cost them their own life, their physical life. They all end up dead right then uh, when the apostle checked. And when the wife came in later and the apostle even checked with her again, she said the same thing. And then they said, you're going to go with your husband. The men who just bury him are right outside. They're going to take you too. So it cost them their very life. Maybe today sin is not going to cost you your physical life right then like it did Ananias and Sapphira. But, you know it's probably going to cost you a whole lot more than that when Christ comes back to take us home, to take us to heaven. If we are not ready to go with him to heaven, if we are living in sin and we're letting it slow, snowboarding snowballing, and taking us sin after sin, we have to come clear to one so we can move on. Because if we keep at it, that's how the devil gets us. To where it's harder to get out, making off digging a bigger hole or a deeper hole for ourselves if we don't come out clean. So we don't want to pay more than we want to pay for because of our sin. So let's do the best we can with the help of God to not let the devil trick us uh, that way. So, do you think any of these people could envision? what they will have endured because of sin, do not be deceived that into thinking that we are the exception, that somehow I can do better. Somehow I'm stronger. I'm not going to do what David did. I'm not going to do what Sapphira, Ananias and Sapphira did. I'm stronger. I'm wiser and all of that. We are not. That's why we need Christ in our life. We need his help. We need his blood. And don't go to the... End of the line uh, to where you might fall in. Uh, when dealing with uh, sometimes as young people, I remember in my life sometime, some point I was that way. If God says, don't say, don't do something, don't go to that end of that step because you might fall fall away. And instead of staying farther from it. I might go and say, let's see how close I can get to it and without falling. And the closer I get, any little wind can knock me over because I'm so close to it, to the body of it. That's why we need to stay as far away as we can from sin. Don't think we are strong enough we can handle it because we cannot. That's why we need Christ in our life. Because sin... Not only it will cost us physically, we'll have consequences physically, but it will cost us our eternal life if we do not watch out for sin. Romans 6.23, it says, The wages of sin is death, and uh, the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So, stop, sin ahead, and turn back. We need to pay attention, we need to be alert to know when we need to turn around and go back. And don't let Satan keep bidding us to go deeper eh, into sin. If you are here this morning and you haven't given your life eh, to God, you hear his word, now you need to believe in him. You need to repent uh, from your sin, confess his name and be baptized for the remission of your sin. And stay faithful to the end. And then you can be with him in heaven when he comes to take us home. And if you have done all of this, but maybe you're falling, just like all of us fall and sin sometimes, we have a loving, gracious Savior who can always take us home, who can always forgive us. As long as we recognize our mistake, recognize our sin, and not let Satan get us getting deeper into it, but repent and come back to Him, and He will forgive you, uh, and He will take you back into His fault.